Welcome to the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and I'm so excited that you're here. The Plan B CRNA podcast is the only show made specifically for nurse anesthetists who are exploring options outside of their traditional career paths. This is the place to expand your mind and your goals as we uncover new ways to produce side income together. The mindset that we bring to any situation plays a key part in overcoming challenges and really enjoying our unique paths in life. On Thoughtful Thursdays, I like to explore emotional topics that are relevant to CRNAs and other providers. I think of this as my therapy, and I hope you learn some tips and tricks that you can use along your own journey. This episode is brought to you by OnCall Capital. OnCall Capital is dedicated to educating CRNAs and other healthcare providers about investing outside of the traditional stock market. OnCall Capital also provides opportunities for you, yes, you, to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today. And now on with the show. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursdays on the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones. As always, I like to start these podcasts off with a quote that gets me thinking. Edward Albert once said, the simple act of caring is heroic. Well, this isn't exactly news for CRNAs who go to work every day to care for patients. But we don't only care for patients. We also care for their family members, as well as other nurses, physicians, and techs that we work alongside. Many times we see people at their absolute worst. And how can that not affect you? We have to work harder than most to make sure that our caring attitude comes from a place of maturity and peace instead of obligation. That's easy to say and hard to do, as we often feel like caring is a part of customer service that's driven by our employers. I know that I felt that way. And we see this faux caring in some of our colleagues more often than I think most of us want to admit. I found that I vacillated between caring and customer service for my entire career. It was kind of a spectrum there. And this just depended on where I was working and the other providers that I was working alongside. And that leads me to my next point. Caring and pity are not the same. For the most part, I worked with fantastic surgeons in my career, but there were a few ugly ducklings, and that led to occasional awkward moments and some sleights of hand with patients. I've heard great things about so-and-so, and I know they do great work, right? Well, yeah, I've taken care of many of their patients in the past. Not to say that we can't walk and chew gum, but sometimes pity can be confused with caring. And if we cared for these folks like our own family, we'd yank them the hell out of some surgeons' lineups, wouldn't we? And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that CRNAs need to start popping off on every surgeon that they don't like. They could always return the favor to us, right? I mean, that, that might not put some of us in great situations. But what I am saying is that things are convoluted, confusing, befuddling, and bewildering at times, which makes it all the more important for us to have our own heads in a proper space. I strongly believe that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time around. If you spend most of your time in a toxic work environment, then that has to have an effect on you over time. Conversely, it becomes easier to care when you feel respected and valued, which really just translates into you being cared for by those around you. And, and no, that's not always possible in every work environment. If we're being honest, healthcare is being driven more and more by businessmen in search of profits. This has resulted in what has been termed the compassion crisis in healthcare. 
Compassion is defined as an emotional response to another's pain and suffering with an authentic desire to help. Things are so much more transactional than they were 30 to 40 years ago, with time and production pressure placed on all providers. And there's plenty of evidence that shows that there's a perception gap between providers and patients. While we think we're being compassionate, patients don't always see us that way. In fact, there's also a real disconnect between what providers try to give and what patients want. One data point listed in the book, Compassionomics, shows that when patients are asked what they consider extremely important traits in a doctor, 85% say yes to being treated with dignity and respect. That's compared to only 58% saying they have a lot of experience, and a mere 27% that say they want them trained in one of the best medical schools. Put this with other evidence that shows compassion for patients actually working to modulate a patient's perception of pain, and we're shown that a better balance between clinical excellence and compassion is necessary. Listening is a huge component of showing dignity and respect, but I think the average patient has about 10 seconds to speak before providers step into the conversation. That's not a very long time for a person with a problem to describe the nature of that problem. I was never good at just cutting people off during an assessment, but there were times where I was definitely wondering what in the world a hangnail that somebody's brother had 20 years ago has to do with the shoulder scope that we're doing that day. Again, balance is necessary, but we should all improve our listening skills if we actually want to show more compassion. So what does this all have to do with the nature of this podcast? Well, this is exactly why I believe wholeheartedly in finding a life outside of your professional career whether that means creating a plan B or just finding a couple of hobbies. These pursuits for a life outside of work promote the more holistic life that helps us to truly care for those that we serve. When I began pursuing things outside of my professional life, I found that I had more peace and satisfaction going into work every day. I felt better, more rejuvenated, and that translated into a calmer approach to my work environment. Speaking of which, we may not be able to control our individual work environments, but we can control how we approach them so long as we've laid the groundwork. As a father of three, I admit that this doesn't come easily. Try as I might not to raise my voice to my children, it just happens sometimes. It's important for me, though, to leave room for grace so that I don't get down on myself. I always say that improvement is somewhat like the stock market. While you have ebbs and flows, dips and peaks, you want the overall projection line to be pointing in positive territory. I think the question we all have to ask ourselves is, why am I here? If you're unable to handle a work environment without your real care for patient suffering, then perhaps a change of scenery is in order. If you've tried that and it still isn't working, then maybe you need some bigger alterations. Whatever you decide, be intentional. If you simply want to be more compassionate, then take steps to care for yourself so that you can better take care of others. If you want to leave your current workplace, Research others and find a good fit for you. Lord knows CRNAs are needed just about everywhere. And if you're burned out and you decide to leave the profession altogether, then you'd better have an income plan for that too. In writing this, when I see it turning into a leave the profession kind of thing, look, I know there's a lot of unease and tension out there with COVID-19 and corporate governance being what it is, but I've worked with so many wonderful CRNAs throughout the years that care so much for their patients. I've cried with a few and laughed with many more. I can honestly say that there are many more good days than bad. This is a fantastic career field that can treat you like a king and cut you down like a pauper as well. 
So much depends on your personal perspectives and life experience along the way. My path ultimately took me in a different direction, but that doesn't mean that I regret my career for a second. I'm honored to have cared alongside some of the greatest people I've ever known. My hope is that my care for this project shows at least an ounce of the care that I've seen shown to patients every day. For more information on the compassion crisis, I suggest listening to episode 444 of the Freakonomics podcast or reading Compassionomics, The Revolutionary Scientific Evidence That Caring Makes a Difference by Stephen Treziak, and I know that I, I butchered that, and Anthony Mazzarelli. Okay, uh, those are going to be linked up in the show notes. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening to the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you found value today, make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. I also want to hear from you. If you have a question, comment, or topic that you'd like me to cover in an upcoming podcast, make sure you rate and review on your podcast player. I check those all the time, and I cover those questions in future episodes. I hope you'll join me next time. This is Bobby Jones signing off. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by OnCall Capital. They are dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find OnCall Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube page, where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.